Only a game designed by nerds would have charisma as a fantasy power. Ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon, welcome to a very special, unique, one-of-a-kind episode of Modern Escapism. We are giving you Under Grasswell Manor, a Dungeons & Dragons one-shot adventure. Welcome everybody, my name is Gadget and I'll be your Dungeon Master tonight. Yes, we've been talking about this for a little while, it's something I've wanted to do for quite a while, and I've dragged along my three cohorts here, kicking and screaming into the world of absolute nerddom, because we are going to play a bit of Dungeons and Dragons. But, on to the main things. We're going to introduce the characters. So, first up, playing as Treble O'Clef, it is Oodles. Oodles, would you tell me what Treble looks like, who he is, and what he's wearing? Treble O'Clef, he basically, he's a halfling, and he really, really likes the colour purple. Uh, he has bleached blonde hair, a lovely goatee, and as all bards are wanting to, uh, he carries his loot everywhere. The backstory to him, um, he comes from a well-to-do halfling family. Not rich, but not poor. He's uh, struggled to hit the big time with his bardery, and he's absolutely dying for an adventure. Excellent. And from Treble O'Clef, we are going to move on from the smallest character we have to the tallest. We're moving to Stig. Stig, tell us about Stigveld. So my character is called Stigveld, and he is a Goliath Barbarian, and he is a mountain of a man. He stands at 7 foot 2 inches tall, with a huge broad chest and shoulders. His skin is a silvery grey, he's bald, he has fierce red eyes and also a red beard, and he wears the skin markings of his clan on his stomach and chest. This is a white tree that rises up his body and branches across his chest like lightning bolts. He also is missing a chunk of his right ear and wears an earring in the same one. He wears no armour on his torso, but on his left arm sits a large spiked steel shoulder pad from which a steel scale-like armour is strapped on his arm all the way down to his knuckles. His right arm is bare, save for a small shoulder pad with a skull on and a leather strapping with brass rings over his forearm and hand. He holds his one-handed battle axe in his right arm. His lower half is a mix of padded trousers, leather belts, brass buckles and steel shin protectors and he wears a knife on his belt. And for his backstory, I'm going to tell it in character. My name is Stigveld. Part of the Goliath race of High Dawn, born in the year of Tavok and soldier in the army of High Dawn. Three generations ago, the armies of Tomrani invaded my country of Sandala. In order to defeat them, the four kingdoms of Sandala signed a peace treaty and finally came together and drove them out. I was a crucial part in that victory. I rose to the ranks, became a decorated war hero and the head of the king's guard. But one day I unwittingly discovered a plan that our ruler, Rajas Zane, 
sought to break the peace treaty and take the whole of Sandalar for himself while the other kingdoms were weak. I am loyal to my king, but more loyal to my country and its people. I fought for them, not just one man. No man is above the law. I went to people I believed I could trust, but they betrayed me. I was stripped of all of my titles, land and possessions, and sold into slavery. I was told that death was too good for traitors. Two thousand leagues away from my home, and on my way to the mines of Mithridol, my slaver caravan was attacked by bandits. They spared no one, including the slaves, but I managed to fight off and kill two of them, and found refuge in a nearby forest. This is where I met upon a wanderer by the name of Calbo Greymerkin. We have wandered this land together since, offering our services where they can be used. My plan is to collect enough coin to get back to Sandala and Hydorn. I will rally the people and I will take revenge on those who sought to silence me. I will help free the people from the tyrant rule of Rajasane. They should have killed me when they had the chance. Excellent. Playing Cowboy Grey Merkin, it is Biggie. Biggie, tell us what he's all about. <laughs> uh, yes, my character is Calbo Bushtoker Grey Merkin. He is uh, dragonborn. He is six foot two, I think I said. Um, he is red scaled. He has his uh, two horns on his head. He has his hair almost like a sort of Asian plait, but his hair is of spiky. Um, scales. <laughs> Spike scales. His skin yeah. is scaly, scales. as of scales. <laughs> Made of scales. <laughs> <laughs> um, his eyes glow um, a golden fire, and he does have smoke also pouring out of his nostrils, being a dragon and all. He has a ring through his nose. He's dressed in sort of martial art regalia, um, which is a awesome sort of almost teal green with gold um, etchings all over and around. Um, he carries with him his faithful staff. Excellent. Uh, his, backstory. his backstory? So um, he was uh, horrified as he brought dishonour to his dragon clan after losing control of his temper and killing two members of a rival clan whilst out training in the mountains. Although provoked by the thugs, he was under the influence of a local weed bush he'd found whilst performing his cutters. <laughs> its psychedelic effects meant his normal key and self-control was unwittingly unleashed. Having been warned of indulging in this habit of sampling unknown foliage to seek enlightenment before, he felt guilt and shame and self-exiled himself until he could earn the pride of his clan again. He now leads a nomadic path, continuously practising all forms of martial arts from ancient tomes while seeking new forms to learn and spiritual guidance from the realms and the nature. His quarterstaff is made from a combination of dragonstone and ancient oak wood with a metal tip of gold at each end. Excellent. Boring. Some top... Some, <laughs> some top-notch characters here. So yes, we have our characters. Um, for people who have experienced D&D before, we are all beginners. This is all our very first ever game. So we have some slightly modified rules. Uh, we're ignoring things like we're not using feats. Uh, we are using... We're not using encumbrance. There's a, a few things like that. Uh, all of the characters have been created and set at level 10. So the guys have some fun things to play with. I hope you guys have been reading up on your character sheets because I certainly don't have them open on my screen. Yep. Um, so 
if unless there's any questions or any more admin, I think we should get going into under Grasswell Manor. Let's do this. Okay. So let me paint you a mind picture, if you will. It's the weekend. It's a Saturday. It's about eleven o'clock in the morning. Calbo and Stigveld cross over the top of a mountain. They head down the paths. They have travelled from the large town of Fixer and are heading westward. Westward? Westward? Somewhere. They're heading west. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> westward? What? They're heading west and travelling to places they don't know. They're exploring at this point. They're new to this area of the world. As they tread down past the mountain, across the roads and fields, they see people coming back and forth. But as they come towards a village, the amount of people that they see is starting to kind of dwindle off. They come to a sign which says, Welcome to Theston. As they walk into the town, the sky starts to get a bit dark. It was bright sunshine before, but as they walk further into it, everything just starts to look like it's nighttime. The streets are empty. It's just wet mud everywhere. The houses and the inns are all boarded up. And as they approach into the middle of town, they will reach a tavern. This tavern in the centre of town is like any other. It's boarded up. It's quiet. But it doesn't take long for that quiet to be interrupted. As Calbo and Stigveld approach the tavern, they hear the unmistakable sounds of shouting and chaos coming from inside. What do you do? What do we do? This would be a point for role-playing. <laughs> remember, I'm not here what yet, guys. Yeah, yeah. Remember, travel, oh, it's aimed at me and Yeah, yeah. Listen so to it's the story, it's, bloody hell. Yes, it's it's um, you. You and Stig have kind of arrived in this town. You've come and found this tavern, which is unlike the others, where there is noise coming from inside it. So, mm. what are your thoughts? What do you do? What are you planning? Anything like that? Speak to each other in character. Cool. Gotcha. This tavern is noisy. I do not like it. Well, Stigveld, I think we should go inside. Uh, if I must, I require a drink. Let us go. It's a tavern. They must have beer. As you, as you approach the door, Calbo goes to open it, and it's locked. It's firmly locked. But you can hear crashing, and a woman shouting, and the sound of scrabbling inside. Do me a favour, everybody, and roll me your d20, and roll me a dexterity check, all three of you. In fact, uh, Oodles, can you roll me two dexterity checks? Absolutely. It's a four from me. It's a three, four. yeah. A three. Mm-hmm. Three and... Seventeen. Okay. 
So the sound of crashing and banging comes in. You can hear a, a woman shouting, or at least it sounds like a woman. It's a, it's a, it's a, lot, a lot of very muffled shouting. Um, suddenly, one of the shutters on the door to the side of the door splinters and crashes open, immediately followed by a purple blur, which crashes into St um, Stigveld and Calbo. As you struggle around on the floor and get up, you turn over to see the very muddy, slightly bruised look, uh, corpse, not corpse, body, of <laughs> Treble lying in the mud. So much for that famous hospitality. Bloody hell. A rather sturdy woman pokes her head out the window. Oh, you! I told you to fucking get out of here! Well, I, I want to just bloody sing for you, and you won't let me. There's nobody here! Why, who are you bloody gonna sing for? To you, you tart. Tart? Tart? And she, her head appears, uh, disappears back inside, immediately followed by your loot, which flies through the window. However, because you rolled a 17 dexterity check, you catch it in midair and stand in a power stance. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. And I will be off. She pokes her head back out the window, looking at Calbo and Stigveld. Who are you? My name is Stigveld. Wench. <laughs> she, shoot, she, she shoots you a look that could freeze a glacier. I am Cowboy Grey Merkin. Well, Stigveld and Cowboy, what are you doing here? Can't you see there's nobody around? It's dangerous out there. I came for a drink. Well, you'll not find one here. This is a tavern, isn't it? Do you see anybody around? The only people who come to this place go up to Grasswell. They all come here, all manner of, of adventurers. They come and they never return. What is this Grasswell you speak of? Oh, you're, not from, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> Me. I am from High Dawn, the mightiest of kingdoms. Well, you're not there now, are you? No. <laughs> Don't get him started. I wouldn't recommend the ale here anyway, guys. It tastes like piss. Look, just go up the grass. Hang on. And she disappears back inside. Her head pops back out the window and she throws a parchment at you. Which one you can pick it up? I'll pick it up. Thank you. So Treble picks it up, opens it, and it reads, Hear ye, hear ye. All manner of warriors, adventurers, vagabonds, and brigands. A foul pox has descended upon Theston, and we are in need of strong, capable folks to rid us of it. A bounty of a thousand gold each is offered to anyone who can deal with the problem. Hmm. Come to Grasswell Manor in Theston post-haste, and it has a little map on how to find the place. Hmm, this looks like a human map. I think we should do this. We? Me, what do you mean, we? <laughs> Give me that parchment. There you go, big boy. A thousand <laughs> gold would do me well to help me get back to High Dawn. So. If you're all in agreement that you're going to adventure together? I didn't agree anything. Me and uh, Calbo will do. We'll take this. Uh, w w one second, though, there, gents. Um, Would you be willing to... Allow me to record this adventure. Record it? 
Yes, in my log. If if that's something that you agree upon, um, maybe I can be of an assistance to you. Why? Um, I have a particular set of skills, trust me. <laughs> what are these skills? Chivalry mainly. <laughs> um, good looks. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sneaky. Um, and you should hear my playing. Hmm. The sneakiness could be hand handy. There you go. Are we in agreement, boys? What do you think, Calbo? I'm not so sure. I don't trust him yet. Well, sir, you don't have skin, so I don't trust you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> mm, wise words. That will get you far in life. How about a uh, gentleman's agreement, then? At the very least, we, will, we won't be enemies. Let's just say that. Stigveld, I'll watch your back. I propose we split this 35, 35, 25. 20, yes, you can get 30. the 25. Yes, absolutely. Hang on, it's my maths right there. Nope. No. <laughs> Typical barbarian. There's an extra 5% missing. Yeah. What's, your, what's your intelligence score? That's for charity. <laughs> my intelligence score is very low. <laughs> and then that, that that just seems to suit you quite to the ground. <laughs> then okay. we are in agreement then, gents. Begrudgingly, I agree. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Excellent. So you follow the map on the letter, which leads you through the centre of town and out the other side towards a hill. As you kind of approach this hill, everything does start to get darker and the air feels a bit colder. And the trees start to look decrepit. Like, not like the trees in winter, but like almost like ancient trees. Like they've had the life sucked out of them. Are we in Leeds? <laughs> How you approach the gates of a dark manor. Mm. Mm. I do not There's like a single this. light on in the top. As you approach the gates, a hunched old man walks down towards you. He wears a brown cloak, and he looks poor, but kind of underneath you can see kind of little hints of finery. He's wearing a couple of rings. There's kind of gold uh, inlaid, uh, not inlaid, sewn into his tunic, stuff like that. He has a long wizened beard, and he's kind of... His, He's losing his hair, but it's long at the back. You know, that kind of old man that mm, just Egar-like. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. And he's kind of, he's shuffling up towards the gate. And, may, may I help you? Uh, hello, hello there, uh, sir. Um, me and my um, comrades uh, would, uh, would like to seek shelter just, just, just for the evening we, in town. Oh, it, it was a disaster. The dragon here, <laughs> he won't stop breathing smoke out of his nose. He's not allowed indoors. There's a smoking ban. There's, there's no shelter here. Well, I can Quite see. a dangerous place to be. Uh, it's a manor, good sir. It's a manor. I do not you... like his manor. Ha! <laughs> no, he's, he, he seems quite rude. I'm, I'm telling you, you can't stay here. Hmm. Big guy. Talk to him. I suggest you let us stay here. Or else. The old... The only people allowed in here are the ones who present the letter. Little oh, one, oh, give him the letter. 
Let me just go into my tunic here. Ooh, little rattle. Oh, no, no. Oi, oi. No, not that. Um, there's my loot. Um, here you go. Would this suffice? Yes. You, excellent. You are adventurers, are you? You're here to try and lift the curse. Well, I, 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 I um, yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, what is this curse? Dragon, be quiet, be quiet. My name is Reeve Powell. I'm a property investor. I own this place. I don't stay here. This town used to be bustling hub for travellers, coming from the east and coming from the west, between Fixer and the capital. But after the war, a foul curse seemed to rid the town of its appeal, and as you can see, everything began to age. The house behind me is in ruins. The, the grounds are in ruins. I... The town is suffering. We need to get rid of this curse. I see you aged as well. I'm 26. Oh, dear, oh boy. Um, how about then? Hmm. Let me think. So, uh, let me talk about my, uh, uh, with my comrades for a second. So, we're getting 5,000 for our adventure. How about we uh, give ourselves a little bit more money? If we could uh, maybe negotiate a... Uh, Curse-lifting fee? You don't believe in curses, I don't believe in curses, but we can pretend we've lifted it. What say mm, you? That seems dishonourable. Ah, let, if I do the talking and you just follow, maybe we'll get away with it. Mm, I'm not so sure. Just, Dragon, be quiet. <laughs> I'll talk You're to him. your luck, little man. Okay, okay, mm, calm I, down. I need gold to get Keep your wings back on. to high dawn. Little yes, one, you've told one. us many bloody times. <laughs> I need to get back to help okay, free my him. people. I know. Oh my god! Right, I'll talk to him. Hello, good sir. Um, would um you be interested in a, my 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 uh, companions and I? We're, we're somewhat of uh, curse lifters, if you will. Uh, however, it oh. is our profession, and um, we require some kind of um, how do you want to say it? reward. The, the the letter explains that a thousand gold pieces each for anyone yes. who can lift the curse. How about we negotiate a little bit more? Maybe, um, I don't know, um, some treasure as well? I mean, you're welcome to keep anything you find in the process. Roll me a persuasion check. So that's yes. your d20 again. Okay. Fifteen. I, I can I can offer an extra five hundred ahead. Deal. Will that help. It's a deal. We will lift your curse. <clears throat> curse. Excellent. He he, re he reaches down, he reaches into his coat uh, under his cloak rather and pulls out a kind of a large ornate key. Mm. Turns it in the lock and it it's like an effort for him because it's rusted and it's aged and it opens with a massive clang. Mm. The gates squeak as they open and he beckons you inside. He leads you up, leads you up the garden path. Wait, uh, no, <laughs> easy tiger. He leads you up the main pathway towards the house, and as you go on, he, he explains: for over a hundred years, this town has sat deserted. It's been a ghost town. People don't stop here anymore. They stopped living here pretty quickly, apart from the few that have remained in the town generationally. Not much grows on the farms anymore. Those who do stay overnight complain of the foulest nightmares. 
I've stayed here. And I've woken up with new scars. It's horrifying. Hmm. Where does the was... curse come from? We believe the curse comes from the crypts underneath. Well, that's not wise to build a house on the crypts. Oh, no, the the crypts are part of the manor. It's the ancestral burial ground of the Grasswell family. Okay. They built the manor several hundred years ago, and as the family passes on through natural or other circumstances, they're buried in the catacombs underneath. Very well. He leads you up to the house, but not into it, and he takes you on a path that leads around the side. And through another gate, which is heavy, and he asks for Calbo's help to open it. And he brings you to a collection of mausoleums. Oh. There are 15 of them in total, and he leads you to one in the middle. It's overgrown with ivy. It's overgrown with kind of trees and the sandstone is kind of crumbling as the ivy is growing up it. You can see in the distance there is a hedge maze that is so overgrown it's basically become another forest again. That's how untended (laughs) this land is. This is the mausoleum for the last of the grass wells who died roughly 120 years ago. My sources have told me that the curse emanates from within here. I have not been down there myself, so I have no idea what you'll find there. The Grasswells were a family of immense wealth, as you can see by this estate. I would assume there would be some interesting things down there for you, as well as whatever you will find that is causing the curse. I suggest... So, I'm, I'm not going to make a habit of telling you what, I, what to do, but I would recommend at least one of you rolls an investigation check here. Dragon. Why don't you look into this? So roll me a d roll me a d twenty. And while you're at it, will you hold my bloody coat, red hot? <laughs> Do I look like an attendant too? Well, you've got bloody coat hangers on your head. Six, six. Oh shit! Cool, looks fine. Nothing wrong with it at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally picked the worst person to roll that because he has minus one to his investigation on his character sheet. Fantastic. Incidentally, for the listeners and for the viewers, we will make the, the character sheets available. They're all on D&D Beyond. We'll, send, we'll put links out for them as well so you can see what people are rolling with. Oh, I, um, should, I should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> so, everything looks fine. Everything's cool. Calvo's confident that everything is fine. Not anymore. Are you sure this, are you sure this is safe, Calvo? Yes, my senses have never let me down before. <laughs> I've never no. been one to uh, argue with a dragon. No, I trust this man with my life. Yes. We shall proceed. it never ends well. So Reeve walks forward and he opens this rusted gate. And as he pulls it, it kind of comes off its hinges. It's that rusted and kind of falls on top of him. Can, um, Stig, can you roll an, uh, a dexterity check? 14. You, uh, as it's falling back, back on him, you kind of jump over and grab it, letting him fall to the ground, but grabbing the gate off him. You pick it up and just toss it behind you. 
Watch where you're going, you stupid old man. Nice one, Thank old Bean. Thank you, sir. If you head down the stairs, you'll find the crypt. So we go then, boys. No time like the present. Let us go. So, as you walk in, you walk through a very narrow doorway. There are six steps down, and it immediately turns to the left. There are another six steps down, and you feel kind of the wind rushing up at you. But it's pitch black. As you kind of feel your way down a little bit, torches come on by themselves all the way down, and you see that you are effectively in a carved-out cylinder under the ground. And the stairs roll around the edge of the cylinder. For reference for anyone thinking about this, think of the entrance to the catacombs in Dark Souls. The stairs going around the outside of a circle. And they go down in a concentric circle for something like 200 steps. It's quite deep underground you go. And as you move further down, the kind of the smell and the mustiness gets worse and worse and worse. And by the time you reach the bottom, the air is heavy and thick with the smell of death, which you would expect in a crypt. You know, dead bodies are down here consistently. I have a bad feeling about this place. I thought you said it was a good feeling. You need to make your mind up, old Bean. (laughs) And then you walk into the start of the map. Welcome, everybody, to Grasswell Manor. Here we go. And I cannot see this because of my DM screen. That is really unhelpful. Technical (laughs) problems. Okay, so you start off. uh, Right, okay. You start in a long room. There are six sconces along the wall. The walls are kind of cold and a bit damp. But it's to be expected. You're quite far underground. At the end of this room, you can see a very narrow corridor. One that's basically big enough for a casket and pallbearers to carry it through. You're really thin, yeah. Yeah. Narrow. Yes. So, we have the three the three of you here. Do you have any thoughts, or do you, would you like to carry on? Um, um, uh, big guy. Um, do you fancy um going uh taking the lead on this one? I will go forward. I knew you'd say that. I will watch your back. Uh, if you don't mind, Dragon, um, I'd like to stay uh, the rear. Thank you. Typical human. Oh, it's like, I'm can you see me moving the tokens? Yes. Yes, okay. Oh, I'm always, just making sure that it works fine, yeah. Always cowering behind. Yeah, just okay. to remind you all, I'm not a human. <laughs> half a halfling. Half a halfling? How dare you? Okay, so as you move through... You get into the tight corridor, and it is very tight. The only one of you with any kind of room to kind of turn around or stretch your arms out is Treble. It's very roomy in here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and as you carry on, you enter the first room of the mausoleum, which looks a little something like this. Oh, bloody hell. Ahead of you, you see ten graves. Ten graves that have all been opened. You see co- you see skeletons and desiccated remains just cast aside. 
Death has made friends here. Hang on, though, there. Let's just check some of these caskets. Uh, there might be something nice in there. I'd like to check those, please. Don't touch the deads. You're not, you're not my boss. Treble, roll me an investigation check. Okay, d20. D20. Here we go. And and 18. check against 18. Yep. Uh, so that would be... Also remember to keep referring back to your character sheet. Yep. Because your investigation, you also have a plus three, so that'll come out as a 21. Yes. You root through four or five graves. Nothing appears in most of them. Until mm-hmm. you're rooting through and your hand goes under a skeleton. And you kind of... You, you, ooh, you, you feel a very familiar feeling. A little bit of leather. Ooh. Oh, what's this? You pull out... A coin purse with a hundred gold pieces in it. Fantastic. I'll keep that. I won't tell the boys, though. Oh. Do not approve of this. You don't know. <laughs> I saw you rooting through this. No, you didn't. You just, I'm just um, the boy. Uh, Stig, roll a perception check. See if you did see that. <laughs> perception. I don't know what my perception is. Why is my perception? So your perception is plus, plus four. four. 18. You, you, you saw him pocket the money. I will keep an eye on you. I'm just looking after it, that's all. Don't worry, bloody hell. If he does that again, we should add him to the caskets. <laughs> Fucking helping you. You're a fiery <laughs> one, aren't you? Hey! <laughs> okay. So we'll move, are, you, are you done in here, or is there anything else yeah, you'd like to do? I, with I don't think there's anything else here, is the gentleman? Mm. I think, um, seeing as though you didn't like that, Mr. Dragon, I think you should take the lead on the next room. Fine. Oh. Okay, and we're assuming Treble is going to bring up the rear again. As always. Always. <laughs> as always. So, as you move forward... <laughs> You see a very long corridor. It's long and it's straight. At the end, there is a room that, as you move closer and closer, the torches just start to come on in it. Uh, not torches, rather. This one has chandeliers, in fact. These look expensive. Because this... Well, this is a rather grand room. This is a room that you would expect a funeral to happen in. And you see, oh. you, you see two doors. To the right, as you walk in the room, you see a, a metal portcullis. Mm-hmm. And to the in front of you, as you walk in, you see a flat metal door with no handle, no window, and no obvious hinges. Hmm. Dragon? And... Um- Go and have a look at that door, please. I don't like the look of it. <laughs> I'm rolling an investigation check, yeah? Uh, yeah, roll an investigation check. I'm assuming you, you know you talk- I have one point less, by the way, guys. Yeah, are you, talk- are you talking about this door um, up here where I've moved Calvo? The, the, north, the north, yeah, the north. The northern door. Yeah. Oh, well, this is fantastic. One. <laughs> Fuck. You, you, you look at the door. And as you step towards it, you trip on a flagstone and bash your face off it. Oh dear. Oh dear. You've been at the toking again. 
there was foliage outside. I did have to try. <laughs> Get out of my way. Let me look. Uh, before you do that, big guy, um, I'd like to um, inspire you with a little song, if that's okay. Uh, Bardic Inspiration is a... Um, oh, is it attack? It, it's, a, it's a combat use. Oh, can't I just sing him a song anyway? <laughs> I mean, you can, you're very welcome to sing him a song, but it won't do anything. Open the door, you big bastard. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay, that is um, a, the worst song I've ever heard. I'd like to see you try better. I can kill him now. The acoustics like. in this room are not very good. Right. Okay, what would you like to try and do, Stig? Kiss the door. <laughs> um, try and push it open. Ooh. Okay. You push it, you, you push at it, and there is there is not a hint of movement. Like, it's it not even just like the rattle of, of a door in a frame. It's almost like it's just a metal slab as part of the wall. But you get the sense that it is a door, but... There is obviously some other way to open it. Move aside, big guy. There must be something. Look, there must be something I'd like in this to, room. I'd like to check if there's any um, secret uh, switches or stones that could move to open this uh, clearly mechanised door. So I'd like to check, please. Um, I will tell you now, there isn't. There is a way to open it, but it's not in this room. Okay, I wouldn't like to do that. Why don't we check the other doors? <laughs> the other door. Okay. This door does not move. We should move on. I'd like to check the other door. I will roll for that one. Okay, roll um, and let's see what I want you to roll for this one. Uh, roll an arcana check. Okay, arcana. Okay, so I've got 15 on my dice and arcana is... Plus one for you. Plus one, 16. So the portcullis is shut and it's sealed shut magically. You can see a little bit of the corridor in front of you, mm-hmm. but you can tell that whatever magic is holding it closed is kind of beyond your ability. Yeah. It's really, really impressive shit. Okay. Does any of you guys, gentlemen, um, know any magic? Not to open a door, I don't think so. Mm. Just as Calbo says that, you feel a rumble through the room. Oh, bloody hell is that? Who dares enter my domain? Uh, is that you, dragon? (laughs) (laughs) That's not me. I am the god of this realm. You, trespassing in my world, tell me why I shouldn't kill you all where you stand. The sound isn't... You don't hear it with your ears. You're hearing it inside your head. It's coming from all around you. And as each word, each syllable comes out, you feel a chill through to your bones. Oh, bloody hell. Show yourself! You are not the first grave robbers to enter here. But you are the first in a very long time. I think it's fair that since you disturbed my existence... So you should have your lives disturbed. If you want to leave this room, you will need to impress me. And you hear a clang as the door you entered into the room slams shut with the same magical energy that's keeping the portcullis shut. Show yourself. 
fight for your lives. Should you survive, one of you will get a little treat or maybe a wonderful gift. Either way, none of you leave this room until I am satisfied. The steel door drops to the ground with a slam, landing right next to Stigveld's foot, as if it's been kicked open. Because it has, in fact, been kicked open by the Minotaur. Everybody, roll for initiative. Fuck. You're about to have your first fight. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, baby. 18. Initiative, did you say? Initiative, yep. Okay. Initiative. Initiative. So, I rolled a 15, but minus 1, so 14. So, Stig, you were 18. What were you, Biggie? 5 plus 2 is 7. I've got plus 2, so I'm I'm 20 altogether. Okay, 20. Also, I'm hard as fuck. (laughs) Uh, What was your zoodle, sorry? Uh, 14 in total. Hard as in strong or just excited? Aroused. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of both. You've got lovely legs, Mr. Man. It's been a long time since I had a good fight. I'm glad you said fight then. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Oh, God! (laughs) So the the, the Minotaur is in a kind of triangular room, almost like a kind of a prison cell. Yeah. That it's being kept in. It stomps its feet. (sighs) Who is there? And. It starts off with Stig. You are the first. You ha- you have the first turn because the Minotaur rolled a nineteen. <laughs> so, what do you want to do? You can. You have actions. You have movement. You can take an action or a bonus action, uh, and you can move each one of these squares. Is five feet, and your character sheet will tell you how much movement you have. So in your case, Stig, you have oh, forty feet. So I mean, you can run straight up to it if you want. Can I? Or, or, can or you I can get to a more tactical at, position. Can I run at him and take like a swipe with my axe, as like, like kind of rolling past in a way? You know, like I've got really good um, athletics. So, okay. so swipe and like end up behind him. So yeah, like a Dark Souls kind of like roll and swipe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, uh, I think you can. So what? What moves does the barbarian have? It's the point where I have to remember to keep being close to my microphone. Um, uh, or, or rather, what abilities did we give you at the character creation? So, uh, it's ability is the top one. No, uh, his actions as well. Remember. Uh, so you have battle axe, dagger, and arm strike. So, which you, yeah, you can use the battle axe if you want. Battle axe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you will need to move five, ten, fifteen feet up to him. Mm-hmm. So, you will need to roll to attack. With the d20, yeah? Yep. Oh, fuck. Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> so, you you run towards the Minotaur at I full speed. To 20. <laughs> you run towards the Minotaur at full speed, brandishing your battle axe, screaming at the top of your voice, and you take a swing. And the Minotaur just looks at you and just shifts to the side and you go crashing past it. Oh, bloody hell. Bounce off the wall. So what we're going to do is actually swap you, swap you places. 
So you've ended up basically behind him because he's just that and you've gone past him. Stickfeld, you rash fool! It's so, quite humorous. Mm, <laughs> is that the end, end of your turn, Stick? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess so, if I've knocked myself out on the wall. Yeah, you, you haven't got... knocked yourself out on the wall. You've still got some movement left if you want to take it. His butt hurt, though. <laughs> you, 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 you are also blocked in place now by the Minotaur because right. you're behind it. No, I'm going to roll under his feet. Give it a little kiss on, on his neck. And I'm going to give him an uppercut with my axe from the front up. Right, okay. Um, Jeez. You can, tr- you can try and do the... I'll let you try and do the roll Same under, that. but you've already, you've already taken an attack. Oh, okay. Um, so... Maybe I'll just uh God. Power in the corner? <laughs> yeah. Brace maybe, yourself. maybe I'll just brace myself and let uh Cowbo go in for okay. a swing. Right, okay. It's the Minotaur's turn now. Um and he is going to move towards Calbo. So what's his movement? Yeah, his movement is forty feet, so we he can move to there. And he is going to Take a swing with his great axe. Jeez. So that is uh, six, uh, twelve. What's your, what's your AC, Elbow? What AC? Where's that? AC. It's on your character. It's the one that looks like a shield. Armor class. Oh, twelve. Twelve. Okay, so that just hits. So um, hits. So that is. That's what is it? It's two D twelve. Where's my D twelve gone? Where's my D twelve gone? <laughs> so five. So that hits you for fifteen points of HP. Oh, get that knocked so knock, off. Knock fifteen points off you, and he is going to finish up his turn by moving ten foot towards Treble. So next up, uh, it is Rebel. Hello, Mr. Minotaur. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Sorry about my little uh, friends. Um, I'm going to try and charm him. Ooh. <laughs> charm. Okay. Charm one of your abilities? Yes, charm person. Does it count as a person? Or is it a creature? Uh, ooh, that is a very good, good question. Hang on a second. I will... I don't think no. I don't think he counts as a person. Let me just look in the monster manual. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I just thought we him being sentient and quite smart as a creature. Manitos half man, no, half bull. No, he's he's a monstrosity. Oh evil, right. So, okay, so I won't yes. charm him. So, if you don't mind, I, I think. would like to run toward Calbo if I can. Okay. Uh, what's your movement? <laughs> Not very good. Um, where is it? Uh, walk, walking 25 feet. What's, what's 25 it? feet. Yeah. There'll be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. That will put you right next to the Minotaur. Yeah, go down. Yeah, the, the good move. Okay, forget that then. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to... Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to attack him with my rapier. Okay, so you need to move uh, 15 feet towards him, so you've still got 10 feet of movement left. Yep. Um, and roll your d20 to attack. <sighs> Show the big boys how it's done. 20! Yes! 
Oh, natural twenty. So you get a critical. So you get a critical hit. So you do. So roll the, roll your damage, and you add fifty percent to it. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure if that is the actual rule on critical hits, but that's but what we're going to apply for this one. So roll my damage. So, we're so roll another. Yeah. So um, so so it's your character. Sh- Thirteen. And my actual damage is. Uh, what, what what is your attack die for your rapier? Seven. Oh, plus seven. So it's 1d8 yeah. plus three. Yeah. So, okay. So thir- so 13 plus... Yeah. Seven. So that's 20 damage. Yeah! So, okay. So you sprint towards him, this tiny little purple blur, Hi-ya! against this nine-foot-tall cow Go for his ankles, basically. And you launch forward with your rapier and you dig right into his kneecap. Just like, just right yes. in there and give oh. it a bit of a twist. The Minotaur rah, screams in agony. And he Stick looks around, down darling. at you. He looks down at you and snorts and the steam comes out of his nose. And he, oh no. he, he has a beady eye for you right now. Do you want to move away from it? If I can, yeah. Uh, yes. Closer towards the dragon, please. As close as I possibly can. <laughs> okay, so that would put you either there or there. Uh, the second one, the latter. Yeah, that one. Okay, so that's the end of your turn. Biggie, you're oh, Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I will heal you after as well. <laughs> so I obviously want to help out, so uh, I want to uh, go and attack the Minotaur. Okay. So are you uh, go, going straight up? Okay, so yep. with you with you being a monk, you've got some funky monk shit you can do. What do you want to do? Well, I need to get in close. I've got a five foot reach for my quarter staff. Yeah, so that's that's basically as it is there. So it's you standing yeah. next to him. Yeah. And I want to use when I use my quarter staff, I can use a key point. Yep, and what do you want to use your key point with? I have no fucking idea. (laughs) I've lost my list, let me see. Um, So key points, oh yes. When I use my quarterstaff, I want to follow up with my furious flailing flurry of fists of fire. Fists of fire. Oh, fantastic. A flurry flurry of blows. Right, okay, so roll to hit with your quarterstaff first. And that's with the... The d20. That is an 11. That doesn't hit. Fuck! Marvellous. So you swing with your quarterstaff towards the uh, minotaur's head. You would think this quarterstaff would connect with the giant head of a minotaur. But as you swing, the minotaur happens to kind of move down to, like, grasp at the wounded knee that uh, oh, Treble's yeah. left it with. My bad. And and your quarterstaff kind of swings over the top of it. So, um, you have, because because you're a monk, um, I think you, I believe you have a second attack, so you can do two attacks, or you can use a bonus action. Fucking hit him. So what about my f- flurry of blows? Ah, okay, so let's have a look. Okay, so you can... Yeah, you, you can use a key point for the flurry blows. Yeah, I'm looking at that now. Right, okay, yeah. So do you want to roll to hit for that? Same dice, yeah? Yeah, same dice. Please hit, Twenty. Oh, for fuck's sake, a nine. Nope, that misses as well. What is wrong with uh, you two? 
after the after the quarter stop misses, you kind of toss it to, toss it behind you, and you think, right, fuck it, I'm going to use my hand, and you take a swinging strike at him, and the minotaur just kind of turns around again to look at you, and as a result, you kind of miss where you're aiming for and kind of spin on the spot a little bit. The minotaur is looking a bit confused at you at this point. How pathetic he is, you mean? <laughs> so, um, do you want to finish up your turn or do you want to move back? Because you moved 15 feet and you have 50 feet of movement. Yes, uh, me, I want to uh, move right behind. I want to move right behind. <laughs> Treble clef, please. No! <laughs> I'm down to here. No! Yes. <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, you can do that, right. Okay. That's the end of your turn. So, Stig, you're up. Stig, bring the thunder. Right. I, um, can I not give him some badic inspiration? Um, I mean, you can on your turn. It's one of your bonus actions. All right, so each square's five, right? Five, ten, fifteen, yeah. twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. So I can get to him with thirty, thirty, I think. Yep. Five, ten, fifteen. No, it's five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Each um, each square, five foot square oh, is you four. Can, you can go it's diagonally, can you? All right, yeah. off each square, okay. Right, uh, and I can... What's the, what's the uh, Minotaur's HP? I'm not telling you. Okay. The DM doesn't tell you that. All right. I'm just... I, I, will, I will give you a hint when he's close to death. Right, okay. Well, I won't tell you his AC knee. and I won't tell you his HP. He's got a bad Can I go, can I go into knee. a Fury or do I have to roll to get into that? Uh, fury is a bonus action for a Barbarian. Yeah, while in um, fren- Frenzy, Frenzy Attack. Or Rage. Yeah, from, yeah, mi- from missing. I mean, a rage. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rage, rage is a is a bonus. So yeah, you can go for that at any point. So right, I'm going into full rage, rage mode minute. because of what happened. Okay, so let's hang on. You gain you gain advantage on strength checks and saving throws, not attacks. Plus three melee damage with strength weapons, resistance to bludgeoning. Wow. Okay, fantastic. So yeah, you're Ooh, you're really tooled up now. So whatever damage you roll on any hit, you add three to. Right. So okay. I roll. So I roll for damage, yeah. Yeah. So what, what what do you want to do? No. So the so the rage doesn't damage him. The rage is like the status effect on you. It's like you a buff, buff isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I want to smash this fool with my battle axe again. Yes. Christ. Okay. So so give, give us your, give us your d twenty. Fifteen. Fifteen. That hits. Yes. Right. Wow, he went loud. He broke his fucking headphones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so it's a 1d8 plus 4 for your damage. Nice. Plus 3. Nice. So 1d8 plus 7. Uh, so roll your damage, Stig. Oh, hang on. Come on. So it's, it's the d8 for your damage. Uh, 7. So 7 plus 7, so you've done 14 damage to him. That takes him down to... Don't tell us. No, keeping it right in my head. Okay. Uh, and yeah, anything else you want to do? And I can't attack him anymore, right? I Insult him. <laughs> still in my rage. I'm still in my rage. What can I do? What can I, what can I do, man? This guy has disrespected me. He needs huh. to die. Um, I think. Give me Chinese burn. That dagger in. That's it for you. Um. It says, it, it says attacks done, per it? action too, yeah, so I think you can do a second attack, yeah. Oh, oh do right, it again. Yeah. Let's smash this forward. Punch him, Let's go. punch him. Unarmed. Does it, have to, can it, does it have to be a different weapon? No, it can be the same weapon. 
Uh, it's my best weapons. Oh, no. Uh, what's this one? Uh, unarmed strike is plus eight, and it says five. So that's, five. So that's plus eight to hit, and it does five. Um, but deep one, oh, one damage plus eight. Eight plus four is better, right? Yeah, one yeah. D8 plus four is better, plus three. Right, okay. Right, I'm going to do that then, because I'm in rage. So I roll yet? Yeah, roll again. Yeah, uh, 19. 19, that hits. Roll for damage again. Come on, baby. 13. 13. So that's... Uh, okay, so... The mountainous man of Stigveld runs up towards the Minotaur and he just has his axe behind him. He swings up and catches the Minotaur in the bottom of the face, knocks him back, he roars his blood spattering everywhere. Before the Minotaur can recover from this, the axe comes back down, swings up the other way, cutting an equal cut across the bottom of his head and leaving kind of a bloody X under his snout. Nah, you just cross-slashed him. Uh, <laughs> he roars in anger. He is fucking pissed well done, off. Stigveld. And now he's going to turn his attention to Stigveld himself. <laughs> and he stamps on the floor and he scratches his foot. <laughs> going on. And he is, go- he is going to try and gore you. Hmm. Shit. So that is... Okay, plus six to hit. So that is uh, 19. What's your armor class? <coughs> 19. 19, so Ooh. that hits you. So that is 2d8 plus 4. Where's that d8 gone? That is 3 plus... Uh, 8, so that's 11 plus 4, so that's 15 piercing damage it does to you. Take that off your health. Yep. Mm. And, a bit um, of scratch. And he's, he's, he's just he's just going to roar at you. He's very, very upset with you, Stigveld. Um, roar back! And that's going to be the end of his turn. Moving on to Treble. Hello there. What are right. you planning on doing? Okay. Can I just get a HP check on both my boys? Boys, what are your HPs? 80. Out of 95. Yeah. 48. Out of... Uh, 68. Uh, sorry, 63. I think you're both fine for that. What I'm going to do, I'm going to do some bardic inspiration on the dragon. Dragon, um, seeing as though you can't seem to hit a fucking sausage in a, ba- in a butcher's, <laughs> I'm going Watch to. Watch your tongue, boy! I'm going to inspire you to hit him hard. Okay, so on your. Uh, on your... On any point in the future, Biggie, well, in this battle, um, on any roll, you can roll an extra d10. So if you Go say, if, if, you, if you roll a d20, out. yeah, if you roll a d20 and it says, and you don't hit the Minotaur, you can then also roll the d10 and add that. That's Bardic yeah. Inspiration. There you go. Okay, so is what does Bardic Inspiration count as? It's a bonus action. So, so, right, so you've used your bonus action, so you yeah, still have your movement... One. You've used your. You've still got your movement and your actual action. Yes. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to Bilbo Baggins his ass. I'm going to sneak beside him while he's staring at Stig from the rear. Okay. And then I'm going to stab him in the ass with my rapier. 
Okay, roll to attack. Okie dokie. Come on, baby. 20 again? <laughs> yes! Oh, fucking hell. Okay, yes! Roll. He's using a loaded dice, clearly. Uh, okay, well, roll your, roll your <laughs> damage and add 50%. My damage is 14. And add how much, sorry? So what do you roll for your damage for that one against? That's 1d8 plus 3. So how did you get 14? Oh, d8, sorry. Sorry, yeah. I'm going to get my d8 out. Here we go. 7. So 10, yep. so 15. So you do yep. 50, 15 damage to him. Stab him in the bum. To... Behind <laughs> the left cheek. Stab him in the bum. Um... Okay, so as the rapier goes into which butt cheek, the right or the left? Left. Goes into the left butt cheek. He screams, turns around to look at you with this this really confused look as to what you're actually doing to him. Am I and why, this, why this purple thing keeps hurting him so much? He can't, he can't see properly. There's blood all in his eyes from Stigveld's attacks. And he just goes, and he kind of push, kind of swipes towards you, and you duck out the way. Yes. At the end of your turn? Um, can I not move anymore? I've only got a small amount. Uh, so you moved ten feet. Yeah. Uh, you've got ten feet left. I'll go back. <laughs> <laughs> dip in, stab, dip out. Pure Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Um, Calbo is up now. Well, Finish I want to him somehow off, dragon. fucking you, hit the You've been guy, inspired, so remember. I have. So I'd like to go right up to him, please. To here or to here? There. Think yeah. of his okay. right book, G. So that's 5, 10, 50. So you've used 50, uh, 15 movement. Okay, and what do you want to do to him? Oh, I'll fuck him, him right up. Um, fuck him right up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. So, again, I want to have some use out of my call to staff. Okay. I still have that, right? Yes, you still have it. Yeah, I just said yep. you put it behind you. You didn't drop it. Okay, cool. Um, yep, so I want to come at him with my court staff. Use um, another key point yep. to follow up. So, and right, so, you, so the attack you're going to do... So the attacks you have available are... Um, attacks, where are they? So, yeah, so you're going to use your quarter staff, so roll to attack. Ten, um, that misses. Can I add the inspiration from? Yeah. Yep. So roll the roll. Carol. So roll the d10. Uh, the one that it. I think on these ten. ones it's it's. Yeah. It's a, on these ones it is a triangular one. Yeah. That was my d10. It's it's, it's, a, it's it's actually technically naught to nine, but we count the naught as a ten. So it looks like it looks like a spinning top. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, it's a six. Okay, you hit. <gasps> yes. So roll your damage. So that's um. Uh, one d six. Uh, so it's a d six plus three. Three plus three, so that's six. So you do six damage to him. Okay. Pathetic. <laughs> So, you and I want to follow up with my flurry of furious flailing fists of fire. So flurry of blues, then, yeah. 
Yes, please. Uh, okay, so um, roll, roll to hit again. Is that with the... D20. D20. D- no, 20. D20. Yeah. So you, you no longer have Bardic Inspiration. You've used that up. Yeah. Uh, 11. 11 misses. Oh, no, no, no. 17, sorry. Oh, 17. That hits. Yes. So, yeah, so I'm going to finish off with a fucking dragon punch. Okay, finish it. So that is... Um, well played, Carbo. That is the same damage. That's 1d6 plus 3. So that's a, a d6 plus 3. Oh, six. Yes, boy. Oh, fucking brilliant. Um, sure, right, you can. I told you all, Dean, that the inspiration would work. So you, you, you jog up towards him and you crack him across the, the face with your quarterstaff. You actually hit him so hard you crack one of his horns. <gasps> nice. As he's, re- <laughs> as, as he's reeling back screaming, he kind of moves back forward just to meet your fist as it connects straight in the front of his snout, yes. knocking him. And we, this isn't technically part of the move, but I think for the effect, and it knocks him back five feet towards the wall. <gasps> Dragon! <laughs> Excellent. Anything? Do you want to use the rest of your movement, Biggie, or, are you, or is that the end of your turn? Please stand in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only fair to block <coughs> the Minotaur, so I'm happy to defend the little man. Thank you. Uh, do you want to stand in front of the Minotaur there, or do you want to stand in front of the little man? I'll stand in front of the little man. Okay, sure thanks, Alpine. Sure handle himself from here. Okay, Stigveld, you're up. Good I mean, shot, Calmo. At, this point, the, at, at this point, the Minotaur is starting to look a bit hurt at this point. This he, is he, it. Kind of, there's a bit of blood flowing down him, and he's just a bit... Finish him! Big guy, um, do you know all, all the bloodlust you were talking about? Why don't you um, uh, use that now? Go! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's get to him. Smash this guy with my axe. Okay, so you're moving in front of him. Yep. Yep. And then you're going to, you're going to use your axe. So, as before, roll the d20. Oh, fuck. One. What?! <laughs> Tripped up over a pebble. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you swing, swing your axe at him, but as 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 you do, you feel like a kind of crick in your neck, and he kind of stops you. And you like, and then you kind of like push past it. Did sciatic kind of, muscles kick in, in your back kind of <laughs> muscles and kind of in your shoulder blade just kind of have a bit of a spasm there. I told you to limber um, up. I swung too hard on that last attack. <laughs> Um, so uh, you have one more action left. Uh, what can we? Ta- can I attack again? You can try attacking again, yeah. Please hit. Uh, yep. Battle ox. Yep. D twenty again. Yep. D twenty again. It's time to get sticked. <laughs> Fucking kidding me. <laughs> what did you get? One. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're the worst character. <laughs> uh, Dragon, how about using your wings and flying us both out of here? <laughs> you, you take another swig at him. And just it it takes falls. time with him sometimes. I am very big. You take another swig at him and he ducks back slightly so your axe swings past and it clatters off the ground, giving you a bit of a dead arm. <laughs> The Minotaur just looks confused at you at this point. You are no longer a challenge to him. <laughs> He's completely nonplussed by your stick. Yeah. Okay, um, so you just have the rest of your movement you can take. 
I'd leave. I'd go home if I were you. <laughs> um, right, well, I've mute you. I'll, uh, I'll back away and stand beside uh, Torebolo and just keep a bit of a guard around him. Okay. So Being it's the, the MVP and all. <laughs> hey, I did a good... I, I, I smashed him up the, the one before. Want to make money from your kingdom. <laughs> no wonder you have uh, banished from your kingdom. Hey. So the Minotaur is going to move towards. If you knew that, what was, if you know what was going on in that, if you knew what was going on in that kingdom, mate, you wouldn't laugh. Yeah, you're laughing stock. Okay, Minotaur is actually going to move to Treble. He's oh. very annoyed with Treble. Maybe because I'm because the MVP. Tre- <laughs> and he is going to take a swing with his great axe. Not what? <laughs> his great axe is bigger than me. Um, that comes to 10. What's your AC? Uh, 13. 13. Okay, so that misses. So he takes yeah. a big fucking swing and <laughs> you just dig. <laughs> <laughs> Goes it's over his head. <laughs> it does. It just cuts through the air so over we, his head. So we can head. safely assume that Minotaur has never seen a halfling before. It's confusing it. It's very yes, it's very confused, but also kind of like he's got a lot of blood in his eyes from yeah. um, the from half uh, a horn. axe attacks before. <laughs> he's got a half a horn, headache, his ass hurts, his knee hurts. Hurt. Yeah, he's just he's not in a good way right now. Um, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, he, no, he only gets the one attack. So yeah, that's he is going to move down to here so he can go back towards uh, Stigveld on the next turn. Nice. Uh, Treble, your turn. Right, big guy. Um, my my father always told me if you want to do something, right, do it yourself. I'm going to attack him. Oh, okay. And um, what are we attacking with? A trusty rapier. Yeah, it's served you well so far. Exactly. I see. There's another knee that's not been scaved yet. <laughs> so I'm not. I don't even need to move, do I? No, you don't need to move. He's right in front of you. Yeah, I'm just going to go for his other knee. Okay. So roll your d20. 18. 18. Yep, that hits. Definitely hits. So 1d8 plus 3. 1d8. Where are we? Where are we? Um, The little spinning top one, yep. Yep. Um, 5 plus 3. That's 8. Yes, okay. That takes him down to... Right... You stab in his right knee, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, why? Effectively. He's, <laughs> he doesn't actually say why, because Minotaur's can't speak. No, okay, no, they don't speak. <laughs> My knee. But no, he just he screams in pain, and he's kind of now starting to really hobble, and um, yeah. his movement is now affected, so his, 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 he loses 10 feet off his movement speed. Um, so he can only move 30 feet as opposed to 40 now. He is not looking good. He is looking really, really hurt right now. Okay, I've got another... Can I use a reaction move? No, re- so reaction move is if something attacks you. Right, I could have used that so, at a so, time, that's fine. So you, yeah, so you have... Um, I've not been hit, opportun- though, have I, so let's be fair. No. You have reaction move of opportunity attack, so, for instance, if the Minotaur tries to move away from you next, you can try and do an opportunity attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but you have to call that as it happens. So if can I, I cure wounds, then? Monsters. Have I got another attack? Or have I done... Uh, no, you only get you only get one, one action one. per turn. Yeah, I can see that. That's yeah. fine then. Um, I'm I'm going to. Can I move? Yeah, you can move. Yeah, I'm going to hide between those two big boys. So the opposite. 
starting to spot a theme here. Yeah, oh, but over there. Yeah, and I'm then going to um, play you a song, guys, okay? Um, just, um, please hit the bastard. <laughs> Save me from my demise. <laughs> Who are you giving inspiration to? I'm giving inspiration to Calbo, the one that can hit. Okay, so you get you get an extra D10 there. It's a massive swing off, load off. Him. I mean, I mean, yeah. To, I mean, to be fair, Stigveld did hit him very hard with but a double. Calbo's going next, so I've got a feeling Calbo has the potential to do the finishing blow. Ah, okay. Well, Calbo, what are you doing? I am attacking that twat. Okay. So, are we doing quarterstaff again? Why not? I think you could do uh, this. Pal. And then. I'm just seeing if we need to do anything else. I need to... uh... And then I'll do an unarmed strike as a bonus action as well, just right. to finish him off. Okay, so, so roll your quarter staff. So d20 for down, uh, to, to hit. Oh, for fuck's sake, two. Nope, that doesn't hit. Jesus you, Christ. You, Did I get inspiration you, from yeah, my yeah, yeah, uh, you, tiny you, chap? Yeah, you've got a bardic inspiration, so you can roll the d10 as well. Uh, five. five uh, what was, so what was the first one? Was it nine, did you say? Huh? Two. Two. Oh, okay. No, you, uh, nine, five. Actually, you do hit because you get plus seven on your hit yeah. DC. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah so, so you just hit him. So oh. you swing up, you swing up with your quarterstaff, and the Minotaur sees it coming, and he tries to kind of lean out the way, but because he's so kind of injured, cracks him in the side of the face. Uh, roll nice. for damage. That's D10, yeah. Uh, quarterstaff is no, is one D6 plus three. Not one D6. Oh, two. Two. Plus so three. you do, f so you do five, five oh, damage. Yes. So you do five damage to him. Okay, and you wanted to do unarmed strike next, yeah. So roll the d20 again. Please, this could be it. Finish him. Nine. Nine uh, plus seven. Yep, that hits. Yes. I want to triple kick the fuck out of him. Okay, so you you uh, roll for damage. So I'm getting really angry. So that's another one d6 plus three. <laughs> one. Okay, so that is four. four. Okay. So he is looking really injured right now. Like, really injured. But you kind of... You run straight up towards him, and you jump in the air, and you kick, kick, kick three times to his stomach. And he's like... He like coughs up a load of blood. He's like, But he's, he's still angry, still hanging in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, do you want to move? Uh, use any more of your movement, or are you good where you are? Can I use a key point here? Uh, I believe you can, yeah. Oh, this might finish him off, chaps. Come on, please. <laughs> <laughs> I will like use um, a key point and a flurry of blows with my furious flailing fists of fire. Okay, so yeah, so that is uh, fl uh, flurry of blows. So that's a uh, roll your d20 to hit. 11. 11, that hits. Roll 1d6 yes. plus 3. 2. That's 5. So it's 5, okay. You... Five, you no, no. Yeah, okay. You jump in the air and you punch down on him, 
And as his head kind of falls down, you punch him in the gut again. He's still standing, but he's oh, wobbly. The fucking uh, Tweety Bird's around his head. He's really, really struggling at this point. Oh, the dear. blood is flowing. There's kind of a pool of blood kind of starting to quell underneath him with all his, everything that he's losing. He is... He is struggling. Come on. So, uh, Stigveld, you're up. Please. Um, Don't do anything so, special. No, Zunes, quick question. <laughs> on, my, yeah. on my battle axe, it says 1d8 plus 4. And then underneath it says yeah. 1d10 plus 4. So, <coughs> does that mean that I have uh, two options on that? Uh, the, D, the d10 plus 4, I think, is... Is it in the blunt end? I think that is something to do with feats. We're not using that one, just stick with the black text. Right, okay. Because that I need to look into. <laughs> if you survive this, your character could live on unused feats. Right. <laughs> well, because I had... Can I, can I pull stuff out of what I have in my backpack, in my uh, possession? It takes it, it costs an action, but yes, you can. Mm, no, not for now then. Let's finish this. Fuck don't off. do anything special. Just fucking up. Right. I mean, it, doesn't act, here. it actually doesn't act, actually add anything on it. I just looked at my morning star to see, and it's exactly the same. One D D8 plus four. So. Chop his bloody head off. Right, let's battle axe this fool. Okay. So you'll need to move closer to him. Yep, move next to him. Yep. Okay. So, come on. Oh, come on. Come on. To hit. What do I need to get to get hit him? I'm not telling you. <laughs> 15. That's got to hit him. That hit, that, that hit. Finally. Yes. Roll damage. <laughs> uh, it eventually. It's roll damage D8 plus... D8, yeah? Uh, one D8 plus four, yeah. Eight! Yes! Nice. Okay, so we're going to rip off critical rule here. How do you want to do this? You're, you've killed him. I don't want to do this. I want to... the most impressive kill that you can think of. You, yes. you you be the dungeon master on how how you actually murder this fool. Yes. So I take. Oh, let's see. How do I, can, I, can I can I use another weapon at the same time just to roll? Yeah, yeah this is this is this is pure role playing. He's dead, mate. He's, this is role playing. Right. Make it awesome. Stigveld swings with his battle axe and swipes into the neck of the minotaur. He pulls it out. The minotaur is dead, just about dead, dead on his feet tries one last swing with his axe but Stiggirl grabs his arm rips it from his socket oh God. and takes his dagger and shoves it straight up through his mouth and rips his head off in the process what does he nice. say what's his, what's his, what's his catchphrase <laughs> fuck you bloody <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cow oh I don't know but so, so as as the he's a man of few words, the, isn't he? He is. Yeah. <laughs> as the, as the gore and the viscera settles, oh and Calbo and uh, Treble are stood there, sprayed in blood and looking a little bit stunned. Oh my bloody purple whilst, clothes! While Stigveld is <sighs> as he's calming down from his frenzy, like Kratos after a boss. Yeah, <laughs> effectively. The the voice. That you all heard in your head returns. Well done. It was very, very entertaining. I bet he's like, it took a while. 
You're very interesting, adventurers. You don't seem like your average grave robbers. Do you have any, any idea how many that this Minotaur has claimed? Four. <laughs> I'd like to view that more. He will claim no more. Can I do an investigation check on how many? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll do a roll for that. D20. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Disembodied Voice, I'd like to find out more, please. And, uh, 15. At least a thousand souls taken by the Minotaur. Uh, here, chaps, so potentially there's uh, thousands of treasure in here. So I'm happy with that. Mm. I promised a reward for the most entertaining. <laughs> Halfling. Yes? You've never seen one of your kind in here. <laughs> I have a gift for you. Hold your hand out. Okay. And in your hand, you see energy start to swirl around in a golden circle. Bloody hell. And after a second, you just feel the warmth, and all, and then you feel like a, a weight. It's like a couple of grams, but it's weight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And is it cocaine? A, a thin <laughs> band, a thin gold band with a red ruby, appears in your hand. Fantastic! Thank you very much. Take this ring. Wear it; it will help you. I put the ring on. Wow. Why did it make that noise? It looks lovely, doesn't it, chaps? So the the ring, if um, you would care to do an arcana check on it? I would, absolutely. I've put it on already, like, but... <laughs> so whatever it is, it's going to fuck me up. <laughs> is that a d20? Yeah, it's a d20. Any check I ask is a d20. Ring of 15. Necrotic. 15. This ring invigors you. You feel yourself get a little bit stronger. <gasps> This ring gives you plus three HP and plus one strength. Yes, let me put that on so, there. So, so basically, any 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 attack that you do, add one damage, and you get three. To, your total HP goes up by three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you put it on and you kind of feel the Arcana run through you, you feel that it's kind of sealed to you. You can't yeah. take it off. And you try, you, you kind of grip at it. And it's not that it's stuck on your finger, because it fits you perfectly. But it won't come off. Oh shit! So I've put that plus three on my HP. Do I put it on temp? Uh, no, no, it's not because it's not. It's not temp. It's, it is just plus uh, temp hit points. Is like once you use them, they're gone. Just assume your your Healing. hit points are now. Yeah, oh. assume your hit points are now are sixty six. Does it not let me change it then? Oh, hang on, sixty six. Let's yeah. see if it does. No, not 6,666. No, <laughs> no, that's cheating. It's not changed on the thing. Okay, we'll, we'll just bear it in mind. Will you remember that? <laughs> I'll remember that you got plus 3 HP, yes. And plus, um, and plus 1 strength. Plus 1 strength, yeah. So, for so every, now, every now I'm, on, every... I'm on 15 now. Um, I'm going to apply it as in it's basically a bonus to all damage. Oh, right, so you're just going to pop so, it on so just, incrementally. Yeah, so just add one, to, yeah, add 1 to damage rolls. Okay. Thanks, disembodied voice, for this crazy ring that I can't get off. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm -hmm. But you all three of you fought valiantly, so I'm going to give you 
Something that is hard to come by in this world. Rest. Oh, ah. PlayStation 5? And a, <laughs> a, a circle of light surrounds you all, fully ah. healing you and restoring all of your abilities. I didn't get hit, but thank you. <laughs> giving, get, 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 giving you, giving you, the, giving so you the equivalent of a long rest. So, so by the conspiration, can I take that usage off? Yeah, you can take the usage off the Bardic yes. Inspiration, and Biggie, you can take the usage off your key points. You've got Woo-hoo! maximum key points and maximum Bardic Inspiration. I felt bloody better. Oh. And does that mean that um, my I heal back up to 63 again? Yeah, you're, you fully, you're, you're fully healed. So um, anyone t- who took damage is fully healed. Oh, this feels nice. bloody gorgeous. The voice departs you with one last thing. Come and find me. Oh my god. And the the magically sealed port Cullis shuttles open. Oh rapidly. yeah, to the east. But the door to the south stays closed. Oh so we can't get out. No, you can't get out. Looks like we've only got one one way to go, chaps. I think uh the dragon should lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'll I'll go in the middle of this one because I'm a bit scared of this room. Just in case something comes up behind us. I'll take the lead. Yes. Well fought, little one. Yes. I'm impressed. Thank you. Yes, you have earned your place so far. Thank you. Told you. As you, le- as you leave the room, the, the gradually cooling body of the Minotaur, you walk down a, another corridor, similar to the one that you walked in before. Mm. It's very narrow. Mm. It's dimly lit. The torches are on, but they're, they're every kind of 15 feet or so. So... You can't really see much beyond them. Mm. Um, and as you walk down, you can feel the incline of the path is kind of leading you further underground. Yeah, so it, this is not a flat plane. You're heading further down. Is it more like a, like, like, like a, a slope than stairs? Yeah. 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 It's a very gradual slope, but it is a slope. Yeah. You then come to a crossroads. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, you can go. Fuck, you, fuck, fuck. Um, you can go. You can go. I suggest forward. we take the right turn. Uh, can we roll to see which way seems which way senses? Yeah, which way we should go. Well, um, I, 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 choo- I choose left, so I think it should be between me and Biggie. Whoever gets the highest number on a d twenty. Hang on, Biggie's. If that's uh, how you. If, if that's. If, if that's. Biggie's investigation is minus one. Yeah, I get. I lose a point. I'm plus one. We, we, we so, so I, t- I tell you what. Oodles, Biggie, both roll an investigation check. Yeah, okay, 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 roll I'd just like to point out that I took the Minotaur's 14. head with me. Just just so you know. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm collecting trophies as I go along. Uh, I've got 12. 12, okay. Oh, which is minus one, so that's 11. Yeah, okay. So, Treble looks at the ground. Mm-hmm. And he sees something ever so sparkly. Oh, I love sparkly things. And he moves forward. Take yeah, that selection off. I think it's one of my boogers. And he sees something else sparkly. And he reaches to the ground. Ooh, piece of candy. And he picks up a diamond. (gasps) A bloody hell. It's a little bit dirty because the ground's quite wet because of, you know, water and condensation and stuff. But it is a diamond. I'd like to shove that in my pocket without telling the boys again. I'm a bit of a scamp. Uh, roll a deception check. Kadooki! How do we do that? Oh, he does it. Yeah, he does it. 19. 
you get plus six to that anyways, that's 25. So yeah, they don't see that. Yes! Hobbit, Hobbit, Hobbit. But in front Did you of see you, anything back then? Nope. But in front of you, you see another shiny. Oh, damn. I'm feeling fair. I'm going to let the dragon have a look at it. Look at that dragon. Roll a perception check. Investigation check, dragon. <laughs> yep. I'm just sat here back here marrying my new trophy. <laughs> Kissing it. 20, so it's a 19. So you pick up... You pick up the diamond, and because you have this draconic heritage, mm. you're fascinated by it. You stare deep inside it. It's almost like it speaks to you. It is so beautiful and pure. It's one of the best diamonds you've ever seen. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and you and, and, and you and, and you you remember that this is a this has been a curse for you as a monk. Because dragons have this, and dragons and draconic people have this innate love desire treasure, to hoard they? wealth. Yeah, they love treasure. Smaug. So, uh, I I'd like to Smaug. roll a dice, a perception dice, to see if I can keep that to myself. Uh, deception, not perception. Deception. Yeah, deception, yeah, roll a deception check. Is that d twenty? Yeah, yeah, d twenty. Oh, for fuck's sake, one. Uh, dragon, which yeah, so um, is minus one. What's that? Yeah. What's that in your hand? No, so, so, so your deception your, your deception is plus three, but yeah, so it comes to four, but yeah. Oodles, uh, uh, trouble season. Yeah, what, what, what's that? Explain. It is from my homeland. It's one of the Dragonian crystals. Uh, are we sharing it? What about the guy that actually uh, beheaded the Minotaur? Don't piss him off. Hmm? <laughs> But it needs to have its rightful place in uh, my homeland if I can return there. I don't let think me so. See I it. think we should. I think we let should me let see the, it. Uh, the barbarian see it. See if he can keep hold of it. I trust him. Let, let me see it. So, Calbo uh, hands the diamond to Stigveld. Yep. Mm. You should keep it in your pocket. Calbo, this is not from your homeland. <laughs> <laughs> Roll an um, investigation... Uh, yeah, roll an investigation check. 14 plus 1. 15. 15. This is a diamond from the... Hang on a second. I have this in my head, but I can't remember where. Um. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, this is a diamond from the High Garden Mountains. A, a, a very famous dwarven mine. There you go. Who, He's lying. Who, who, who provided diamonds for your... Your family, your ancestral heritage. So it's Stigveld's. It's telling the truth. Stigveld's. Mine or his. Oh, for Stigveld's. No, no, it's not Stigveld's ancestral family. Yeah, you're lying, you deceptful dragon bastard. Carbo, you really need to stop saying every diamond is from your homeland. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it. Diamond and pearl. This is one that came down from High Garden and it was given to me, my ancestral family of High Dawn. I recognise it anywhere. I can feel its energy in my hand. I think you should let him have it. I will take this. <laughs> you ain't got a choice. So oh, fuck all so far. So as you as you look down the rest of the corridor, you can see there is just this kind of little smattering of these of these shinies and diamonds. Ooh. And I'm assuming that you're probably going to run down there Hang and on. kind of pick chaps, them up. Chaps, chaps. Um, this seems a bit like a trap to me. Mm, I not, agree. They're not laid. Roll a perception check. Yep, I'll roll it. I'll roll it. Calbo, calm Sorry. down. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Fuck. 
You can't see any traps. Oh, let's, let's take them then. Let's take them <laughs> well, out. Can I, can, can I roll perception? <laughs> yeah, yeah, roll the perception as well if you want. Let me have a look. The right. diamonds, let's take them. I'm better at I'm better at this. You actually are. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I got fourteen plus four, eighteen. There, there are no traps. It, it just—it's a very strangely. Can we just all scuff them up and put them in his bags? This, then, yeah? this seems fine. Yeah. Let's let's take. I I am happy to take the so, diamonds. They're not from graves. So we, I want to roll a perception check just because I feel left out. Okay, roll a perception <laughs> check. <laughs> it's a nine minus one eight. You, nothing's out of the ordinary. <laughs> Nothing's nothing's out of the ordinary. Apart from, <laughs> apart from you can s- you can smell death, but not not all death, like recent death. You can smell blood. Trouble, Clef, have you farted? No. So you smell blood, old bean. Maybe there's um, a recent occurrence up ahead. Well, it might be some, might be due to the minotaur head dangling off my belt. No, I think I think it's something different. It smells almost um, human. Well, let's collect these oh, rewards yes, and let's move on. Let's go for. Let's go further north. Okay, so you head further north, like Hansel and Gretel, just picking diamonds yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you each pick. You, you pick. You each pick up three diamonds. Yeah, I'm convinced and these diamonds are worth at least five hundred gold pieces. Let me guess. You're going to give them to your people. No, In I'm High going Dawn. to use them to get back to Hydorn. Oh my god, such a bore. You walk into a very large room. No, not again. Do not dis- disrespect my land. Which is kind of partially <laughs> flooded in the middle. It's not very deep water, but is it's... Is it deeper than water- me? No. 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 Okay. It, come- it, come- it comes up to your ankles, okay. Treble. Okay. But for the other two, it's a puddle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the smell of blood is significant in here. I would like it's to. It's really bad. So we drink. So we have a drink. <laughs> no, so drink I'd water. like to inspect this water. Okay, you you be my guest. Okay. Um, Something in, in, in fact, right you, you don't even need to roll for this one. I'll give, I'll give it to you. As you oh, look okay. into the as you look into the water, you can hear shuffling, Ugh. and you see kind of a trail of blood, kind of creeping around the edge. Stop of the drinking water the water, kind of dragon! Around. Bloody hell! <laughs> and as you look up, you can see that there's actually. A hole in the ceiling. The ceiling is vaulted. It's huge. Wow. But there is a hole in the ceiling. And you know, as me reveal areas, you see it's kind of it's kind of crumbled in places, and there are the corpses of farm animals and soldiers. Oh, so it's like a well. No, not quite. Because as you kind of look around, you see that the ceiling is actually caved in. Oh, right. Okay. So dumped here somehow. They have been dumped here. Oh. By a chimera. Fuck! Rule for initiative, <laughs> boys. Oh, fuck. Okay, here we go. Uh, 13. <sighs> One, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 17. So, it's basically the same fucking order. It's Stig, it's the chimera, Oodles, and Biggie. Okay. Okay. So, the Chimera, as you know, is a huge creature. Uh, it's got the uh, tail of... Is it, I believe it's... The, in fact, I'm going to, have to remind tail myself of the, of the description. 
It's got it's got three heads. Got wings. One of them being a mean a dragon's head, one of them being a lion's head, and one being a goat's head. It's got the hind legs of a goat, the tail of a dragon, and the front paws of a lion, and it has dragon wings. Uh, Calvo, um, I didn't know your mother was in this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's chewing on what remains of one of the largest cows you've ever seen. And it's just tearing meat off it with its uh, with its lion head and its dragon head. The goat head, hearing you walk into the room, turns to look at you and gives a... Oh, God. And the other two heads look up and turn at you. You get a... And a as it, all three heads focus on the three of you. Uh-oh. We need to destroy this abomination. All I see oh. is three new trophies. So, Stig, you're up first. So this is, um, it's probably too far for you to to get to it without using uh, bonus actions. You can you can sacrifice one of your combat actions to sprint and give yourself double the movement. Yeah, do that. If you want to. Let's you're all kind it. of over here. Okay. Let's get so over to it. So that would be one. Uh, what is your movement? Is it 50 feet? 40. 40. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75. There you go. You, and you have five feet of movement left. But you only have one attack action now. It's fine. So, what do you want to do? Attack it. <laughs> Tell me what your attack is. <laughs> uh, about my battle axe. It's my best one. Battle axe? Okay, roll. Yeah, yeah roll the damage. <coughs> Uh, sorry, Nin roll to attack, rather. Nineteen! Nineteen! Fantastic, that hits. Finally. Roll, uh, yep. <laughs> roll, roll for damage. Damage is... Uh, so that's uh, 1d8 plus 4. Six. Six, okay. You do six damage to it. So you, um, you swipe up with a battle axe and... You're not really sure what you're aiming at. It's just this kind of giant thing. It's still kind of taking you by surprise. Um, and the axe connects with the side of the goat's head, causing the goat's head to knock off the lion's head, fucking stunning them slightly. Um, they shake it off and just snarl at you. Uh, so what was that the six damage, was it? Uh, six plus four, is it? Oh, one ten. D one d8 so, plus four, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I should yeah. let you, yeah, roll the six. Yeah, 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 give me the total damage yeah, so I can sorry. take it off. Uh, right. Okay, so now it's the Chimera's turn. And he is going to fly away from you towards the other two. So he's using 60 feet, so that's five. Ten. So that takes him over to... <laughs> Coward! <here> actually. <laughs> and he is going to take a um, biting attack at Calbo. So that is 15 plus 7, that's 22. Does that hit? Calbo? What am I using? Your AC. What's, it, what's your uh, armor 12. class? 12. Okay, yeah, it hits you. Um, so that is 2d6 plus 4. That's 3 plus 4, so that's 7. So that's 11 uh, piercing damage off you, Calbo. You take 11 damage. And um, that's the end of the Chimera's turn. 
So next up is uh, Treble O'Clef. Right, I'm going to um, hide. Do <laughs> 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 you know the entrance of the room? Did the door close? No, no, door's open. So I'm just going to hide re- like, like a few squares back into that corridor. So there? Before I do that, I want to inspire um, Calbo. Okay, so Calbo, you have uh, Bardic Inspiration, so you get an extra D10 on your turn. Yeah, yep. and then I'm going to hide, and then I'm going to... Did, did, did Calbo get hit then, sorry? He did, yeah. I want... Oh, before you move me, then, I want to heal him. I want to... <laughs> I want to test out my um, my spell called Cure Wounds. Yep. So what does that require? Uh, it's a sing-song. 1d8 plus 4. So roll a, roll a d8 and plus 4, and that's how much gets healed on Calvo. Yeah, so I'm going to do that now. We've got a 7 plus 4. Okay, so you get healed, healed for exactly what, it, what, what the chimera took off your biggies. You're back to uh, full health. And then I'm going to hide within the entrance. <laughs> then you're going to hide within the entrance. Okay. Yeah, there's no way I can take on a chimera. Let's, let's not be stupid. Right. Okay. Uh, biggie, it's, it's your done. turn. Well done, small man. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I shall do you proud. Uh, so, quarter staff attack. Yep. So roll d20 to hit. <clears throat> Ooh, 20. Ooh, critical hit, yes. so add 50% of your damage on. So roll your damage, which is, um, yeah, 1d6 plus 3, and then double it. Uh, sorry, add 50% to it. That's 5. Plus 3, so it's 8. So, 12. Yeah, 12 damage to it. So, that is... Um, okay. Okay, so your your, quarter, your quarterstaff comes up and just cracks the lion head in the, in the mouth. And it, it kind of breaks a couple of its teeth off. And it roars in pain back at you. The wings kind of flap and water sprays up in your face as it kind of gets very indignant. And then I want to follow up with my breath weapon. Oh, breath weapon. Oh, hang on a second. I haven't read on this one. So, breath weapon. So, uh, that counts as an action. As an action, once per short rest, exhale a 15-foot cone. Next to half damage on success for 2d6. Good lord. Right, okay. So, I need to roll a saving throw. Um, so, I don't get a bonus to that. So, I need to roll above a 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I do. So, I take half damage on that. So roll 1d6. Uh, three. Three, so you take th- do three fire damage to the Chimera. Excellent. So, and one key point. Is that a bonus action? That's not, yes, you can use a key point. Fucking hell. Monks, man, they're, funk, they're fucking... Ooh, they're bad for DMs. Okay, what are you doing with your key point? <laughs> So one key point, and I want to do my <laughs> my fly, flying furious, fucking flailing fists of fire. I'm loving this alliteration. So you're getting longer All every time. You're gonna have to start keep thinking more of it. <laughs> uh, okay, so a flurry of blows, then um, finger in fists of yeah, fire. Roll, roll your d20. Thousand hand slap. What? <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. That hits. So roll one uh, d6 plus three. 
It's a, it's a, um, it's a listen. Plus three is seven. Seven. So you take another seven off. It's a listeners. The reason Biggie gets quiet when he's rolling dice is he's turning away from the microphone to roll his dice. Um, what was that seven you say? Yeah. Okay, um, so it's going to be Stig's turn in a second, but before that, the Chimera, the dragon head, sniffs and snarls at you, but then kind of sniffs down at your um, your your knapsack, and it's very interested in you. The, the other two heads kind of clatter against it to make it focus, but it, it, keeps, fo- it keeps focusing on the pouch on uh, Calbo's waist. Stig, it's your turn. Well played, Calbo. Let's kill this thing. Do it, my friend. Sprint at that fucker. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 45, 45, 50. No, you do need to use a sprint, so you've got 20 foot of movement left. Right. So you've got you, you you've got one one attack action. Um at least we're close to it. Uh yeah, let's battle axe. Give it a swing. Yep, give us the d20 then. Come on. 16. That hits, so it's a 1d8 plus 4. 4, so uh, 8. 8. So the, bat- the battle axe kind of swings down, and it-, it does glance slightly off the tail, but it- it's kind of right at, the- right at one of the vertebrae joints. And it, the dragon tail just kind of fucking swings and it comes off this, and blood sprays into the water. The dragon head is furious with you. It turns around and snarls before turning back to focus on Calbo. Treble. Uh, no, actually, no, it's the Chimera. Yeah. So the Chimera is going to turn around and he's going to have a very, a very, very intense word with Stigveld. <laughs> and... <laughs> He is going to use fire breath <laughs> from the dragon head because the dragon's not happy that you've chopped his tail off. So the dragon head exhales fire in a fifteen-foot cone. So you need to roll a saving check, um, and that is a, dex- a DC fifteen dexterity. So you need to roll a D twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's your dex saving? So you get plus two to whatever you roll because you've got a plus two on your dex saving. It's a good job I'm studying water in it. Mm. 12 plus 2 okay so you don't make the save so you take the full damage from it Ark. <laughs> um, so what is that so <laughs> you take 31 damage Oof. so um, the, the dragon head he's furious he opened his mouth and you see you feel the energy in the egg kind of sucked in and it's glue come up its throat and it's like, like that, and a burst of fire comes across you. You kind of stand straight ah! it. You feel the pain, <laughs> feel, feel the pain across your skin and in your beard. When the fire, when the fire, when the fire stops and your skin starts to cool down, you can feel even in your beard. You can feel the, the rings in your beard are still some of hot his, and some, some of his beards come off. <laughs> um, and that's going to end the Chimera's turn. It took me years so to grow uh, that beard. Uh, Treble, your turn Right, so do I have enough mobility to get up to the Chimera? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, yes Yes, fantastic I want to use an unarmed assault on the goat head I want to climb on its back and punch it in the skull Unarmed assault? 
So is that unarmed strike, is it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Okay, so uh, roll a d20. I'm going to do it now. 18. 18, that hits. You do two yes. damage to it. You climb across its back and you kind of scuttle punch, along. Punch its head. You, you're punching on the top of the goat's head. <laughs> <laughs> as, 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 you, as you hit it over and over again and you do two damage to it. The lion's head looks up at this purple creature. I'm kind of doing it as a distraction technique. Uh, the dra- but the, the, the dragon's head turns to focus on you and smells at you. Doesn't it? Doesn't look like it hates you, but it's mm. very curious about you. It's because I look like dinner. <laughs> uh, okay, um, Calibo, it's your turn. Can I just remain on the goat's head for for a while? Yeah, you're yeah you're stuck there for a while. In fact, what I'll do is I'll I'll pop you on top of him. Yeah. Thank you, Calibo. It's your turn. Treblecliff, you fool! What are you doing up there? I was getting bored, darling. <laughs> I need to attack. Um, Not the, the goat, though, because I'm still yet? on it. <laughs> you want the goat? Uh, no, do the, I risk a chance no. of hitting him while he's up Don't there get the goat, I said. Anything but the goat. Oh. I'm still on um, his head. You, 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 you can aim anywhere. It's actually it's actually technically got its back to you at the minute, so you're facing its ass because it turned around right. to, to breathe Stick it up his ass. <laughs> So, 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 whereas Treble kind of came here and kind of, in fact, Treble should be kind of up here, um, yeah. kind of clambered over its back and passed its wings onto its head. Take its wings so off. You're, so you're actually fly behind it. Uh, in that case, I'm going to go in with a furious flailing of flurry of fits of fire. Fucking fuck. <laughs> uh, does that. I just want to double check. Uh, unarmed so, attack. Unarmed strike. You do, you're, doing, you're doing an armed strike here. Okay, yeah. Unarmed. Yep, okay, so uh, roll d20. It is 14. That hits. Uh, 1d6 plus 3, please. Oh, in fact, actually, that that, that, remi- that, rem- that reminds me, you got one extra damage there, Oodles. Yeah, I did, yeah. So I did 3. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ring of power. Yeah. On your on your next turn though, you will have to roll um, a strength saving throw to see if you stay on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, uh, what was the damage there, Biggie? Uh, fourteen. Five. Five plus three, so that's eight. Right. Okay. And you, uh, you have or anything? You you have another action? Cripple its wing. Uh, yes. It allows me to, uh, when I use the attack action, I can make another unarmed strike as a bonus action. Yep, go for it. So roll, roll your attack. Three. Yep, that misses significantly. So you. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! So, so the, the, fir- the first attack comes in, and you and you you punch it kind of really hard in its kind of meaty goat thigh on its hind leg, mm. and it kind of it stumbles slightly from the, the the impact of the force. That goat is pissed off now. <laughs> that, that goat ain't happy. Um, <laughs> and you go in for a second one, but because you're using your left hand, you kind of you stumble and fumble it slightly, and just it just swings past him. Um, <sighs> the chimera remains unscathed at this point. Oh dear. Uh, Stigveld. Your newly singed look is ready to go. Got two attacks now. I think you look fabulous, yeah. darling. 
Right, I'm I'm going rage on this fucker. Okay, so you well, like you have all the way through this. Yeah, so you use your, your bonus action to engage uh, your you rage. You infuriate me, little man. Yep. Right, <laughs> I I'm gonna take. I'm I'm taking revenge on that dragon's head, and focusing all my energy <laughs> on that thing. Right. Okay. You want to cool. get rid of that head, don't you? Focus mm -hmm. on the dragon's head. Yep. So uh, roll your attack. Yes. This was the battle axe, is it? Yes. Nineteen. Yes. Nineteen. That hits. So it's uh, roll one d eight plus seven because you get plus three from your rage. Oof. Yes. Give me a good one. Oh, one. So one plus seven plus. Four. So you get, So it's eight. Uh, what was it? Oh, oh three. Sorry, three. Yeah. Dragon head, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you, 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 put the axe over the top of your head and you swing down, cracking the dragon head in the middle of its face, and it's almost like a shock wave of damage kind of rolls across it, and its eyes kind of unfocus and then focus back on you, and it snarls, and it's oh, it's very not happy with you. I see. So you go for a second attack. Oh yeah, I'm going back. I'm swinging back at that dragon head. <laughs> go for the death blow on the dragon. I'm going for the death blow. Let's kill this dragon. You take my beard. I'll take your head. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> really thirteen. Nice. Thirteen. That misses. Oh, wait, hang on. Oh, was it thirteen on the dice? Was it? Thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you get plus eight on your DC. So yeah, that. Um, that hits, so roll your damage again. So it's D8, yeah? Yep. D8 seven, seven. Seven. Seven, yes. so that's 14. No, so it's seven plus... What's it? Seven plus four. Seven. Plus three. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I keep saying, I keep telling you what I've got on my dice, sorry, rather than the full thing. Right, okay. So that takes Surely you down that takes to... Surely fucking head off. So with all the fury in this very angry man, and this man... We, we have to establish is incredibly angry already I am, I am extra but he's got angry. the rage going on <laughs> and that after that first kind of blow kind of stuns the dragon head and it kind of screams and roars at him it extends its throat out and it just and Stigveld raises up and just with one smooth movement just swipes the head off <laughs> yes <laughs> no more fire attack the, <laughs> the goat and the lion scream in agony the wings ah! kind of drop down useless now because the dragon head is gone yeah that's part of him yeah the lion head turns to you Stig uh, Stigveld and it roars it and it's a fucked. roar it's a it, it's a roar that scares the shit out of Treble who was sat oh! next to it <laughs> but it doesn't phase you yeah angriest man in the world bloody hell <laughs> so the chimera's turn and Stigveld and leap Reaches down, picks up the dragon head, shows it, to the shows it to the lion. So, the Chimera is going to use multi-attack on Stigveld. Oh! So, normally the multi-attack would be one attack from each archetype of the creature, but you've killed one of them. So, we, so it is going to attack you with its horns and its um, claws. So, first of all, the horns. So, that's plus seven to hit. So, that is... I rolled an 18, so that one definitely hits you. Ow. Um, and that is 1d12. Is that a 12? That's a 12. So that does 7 damage to you. So the Chimera kind of rears around, and with Treble kind of holding on to the goat's horns, the goat headbutts you 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, <clears throat> rule, a, rule a strength saving throw. So it's rule your d20. Yep. 16. It was me, wasn't it? It's was supposed to roll. Yeah, yeah, treble, yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought it was me. I thought it was attacking. Uh, sorry. Let me do it. It is, but he's hanging on to the goat head. So we need All to see right. if he stays on. 14. 14. You just stay on, but you kind of get flipped down in front of the face. Oh. And you, you stare into its eyes, and as it kind of tries to throw you off again, it throws you back onto its oh, neck. goats have horrible eyes as well. <laughs> yeah. So then, then, it is, then it is the claws attack, which is... Um, four plus seven, so that's eleven. So that doesn't hit you, does it? I mean, I, yeah. no. Okay, so the, the 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 front right paw from the lion portion of this chimera kind of swings out to try and hit you, but you step back, seeing it in plenty of time, even though you're kind of a little bit dazed from the headbutt from a fucking giant goat head. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of the uh, the chimera's turn. So that would next up be um, Oodles. Enter the dragon. No, it's me. No, it's it's Oodles next. Uh, Can you you roll another strength saving throw? Because basically every turn that you're hanging on to it, you're going to have to roll a saving throw. Uh, 19. 19, you stay holding on to its horns. Woohoo! The goat head is flailing, trying to get rid of you. And every time, every time you get close to the lion's head, it's kind of snapping up at you, but never kind of I'm connecting. Slapping it. <laughs> Down, pussy. What, what are you going to do? Stigveld, this little man is braver than we thought. So <laughs> stupider. Does, can can, can uh, any of our our party like give me any of their items? Because I've got no items, mate. <laughs> um, no, because they're not stood next to you. You have Shit. to stood next to them. Okay, never mind that. I wanted to use a rope and choke out the fucking goat. Because <laughs> it's so um, yeah. You've got a rope you, on you. Yeah, do you not have a rope in your inventory? In your backpack, you should have a rope. Let me look. Yes, 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 I have. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> right, okay, let's see. What, what, what are we going to do for this one? Marie for old the rope. I want to choke it. I want to ch- choke the goat so it dies and its tongue's yeah, hanging I'm, out, he said. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to work out what you need to do to do that. Um, Come on. I tell you what, okay, just r- r- roll me an attack roll with advantage. Okay, so that's so, a eight-sider. Uh, no, 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 it's an attack roll, so it's a, the, the d20. D20, okay. And on. then add two because you've got advantage because you sat on its head. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh shit, I dropped the dice, hang on. Come on. <laughs> I'm on a head, it's difficult. <laughs> 17. 17, okay. Yeah, yeah fuck it, I'll allow it. You, you, <laughs> you, pull, you, you pull from your pack this uh, this weird elven rope and you kind of swing it around and just pull and pull and pull and as the goat, as the goat head is kind of hurling at you pulling and pulling and pulling and it, you, you hear it and the tongue kind of falls out it's dead and, and you, feel, you, you feel the back end of the of the creature just kind of hit the ground as the goat legs stop working God, and the I'm head so kind good. of lolls off Causing you Reminds to, me of one of my exes. Causing, <laughs> causing you to fall forward off the head. Yeah, um, I'm off it. Yeah, I'm definitely take off it. it. Taking, uh, I'm going to roll 1d8 for your damage because you're going to yep. fall basically Absolutely. onto the ground. Let me do so it. Where's, where's my, yeah. my d8? I'm rolling it for you. Oh, you're doing it, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is a 6. You take 6 damage because you kind of bash yourself yeah, off, off the ground. Yeah, that's understandable. But now I've got fuck all elf left. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, so you so you land kind of here as you get kind of get tossed off. <laughs> well uh, met, right. little one. Well met. Okay, so there is Great. only the lion's head left, and it is looking that the chimera is basically fucked. Its back legs don't work. Its wings don't work. It's just the lion front paws and the lion mouth, which is currently facing Stigveld. Mm-hmm. So um, it is now Biggie's turn. Make way for the dragon. I've got to get them in somehow. There's, there's, only, <laughs> there's only a lion left now, isn't there? Yeah, only the lion left. Stomp on its head. Uh, yep, so I go straight in, twirling my quirt, quirt, my quarter staff. Your quirt is quirty staff. It's quirty, quirty, quirty keyboard. Staff. It's keyboard, yeah. yeah. Okay. Pop it on the head. Um, yeah. yeah, so, you, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you this one for free. You're going to have to move to here because this is where its head is. Yeah. <laughs> Bad lion. Get the lion, boy. Police. Okay, so yeah, off. so yeah, roll your d20 for uh, damage. Eleven. Uh, what is your so? Eleven plus seven. Yeah, that hits. Yes. So roll one uh, d six plus three. Four. Plus uh, seven. Seven. Okay. So you you come in spinning that twirling, twirling, twirling quarterstaff, and you just like crack it across the face and the blood sprays out of its nose it's struggling to focus its eyes but it, it, it knows you're there and it, it's coming for you it's definitely it's coming happy. for you well I better follow up with one of my bonus actions eh? oh you better I mean it would be helpful mm. <coughs> so I'm going to go in with my furious flailing fist of fucking <laughs> fire <laughs> getting impressed with this okay fine furious fist away uh, is it uh, D20 again? Yeah, D, yeah D20. Fist that lion. It's 11. Yep, that, uh, 11 plus 7, that hits. Yep, go for it. And then roll damage is another D3. Uh, oh, so it's another God. 6 damage. So, right, okay. The, you come in, you punch it in the face, you punch it again. It tries to bite at you, but you're too fast for it. It's just, it's, it's really slowing down. Trying to drag its heavy body through the water fucked, isn't it? towards you, it's it's so fucked. It's it's barely alive. Nice. And then I want to use a key point. <gasps> yep. Yes. And follow up with a stunning strike. Nice. Ooh, a stunning strike. Excellent. Okay. Um. So what is stunning strike? When you hit with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one key point to make the target stunned until the end of your next turn. So can't move, yeah. All right, okay. So yeah, so you'll you'll need Misses to do. Misses a turn, basically, doesn't it? Abby, yeah, you've you've already done your quarter staff yeah. attack, so it has to be you with a weapon. So you. Oh, okay. So... Uh, so maybe I can change that to. Just attack it. You could kill it with this blow. Ah, open hand technique. Oh. Whenever you hit with one of your flurry of blows attacks, you can impose one of the following effects on the target. Right. Fall prone if it fails a DEX saving throw. Okay. Get pushed up to 15 feet if it fails a strength saving throw. Okay, well tell me what... Tell or it can't take reaction until the end of your next turn. Right, okay, well tell me what you wanted to do. What, what I need to rule the save for. Well, if it says it can't take reaction until the end of your next turn... Let's go for that. So the Chimera doesn't have reactions, so the Chimera yep. doesn't doesn't have that anyway, so ignore that oh, one. okay. Uh, in that case, falls prone. Falls prone? Okay, so what's that a save on? DC 12. Which stat? Dex or strength? Oh, dex, sorry. 
Uh, that's a 16, so it passes that way. It doesn't fall prone, but it's kind of wobbling there. Yeah. Snarling at you. <laughs> kind of. Uh, right. Okay, so that will be Stigveld's turn. Another killing blow, maybe, mate. I think it's about time I took this lion's head clean off. Okay, battle axe, yeah. Let me oh. guess, battle axe. <laughs> um, actually, just do it. He's gonna get his morning star out. I'm gonna take my warhammer out and smush it. Ooh, okay, so, okay, you'll be able so to keep the, its trophy. So Worth you use it. one, uh, one, one, ac- one action point to take out your warhammer and put your battle axe away. Yeah, so it yeah. means you only have one attack. So roll your d20. That's <laughs> hopefully this rolls. Come on. What you've done is just swap weapons in front of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pure arrogance. Yeah. Got two. Oh, for fuck's sake. Did he drop his back? Look what axe? I can do. <laughs> you t- you swing over with with the with the battle axe and the, the warhammer. Um, uh, sorry, with the with the with the warhammer. <laughs> the lion's paw comes out and just stops it. Not today. Okay, Chimera's turn. You are the most pathetic barbarian I've ever seen. (laughs) I I took the head off one of these things. Yeah, because me and Biggie sorted it out for you. Uh, No, I hit it the first time and then I took the head Uh, head off it. Who choked a goat out? from Gladiator. You choked a goat out. I took out its biggest weapon, which was its light. You killed a minotaur after we sorted it out for you. Uh, so the, the chimera. <laughs> on, you, 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 all, you've got, all, you, all you've got left is movement. I put that big Speak X up. in its tr- in its chest. You shut up, little man. Right, let's go. Go and sit in the corner and think about what you've done. <laughs> okay. So the chimera is going to use its claws to try and attack you against Stigveld. Gonna try. Yeah. This is going for the weakest part. You remember? <laughs> so that's a that's a twenty six to hit. What's your armor class? 19. Hits. <laughs> so we don't, what's is... the point? It's 26. Oh. Uh, Fucks it, mate. Yeah, mate, if you took, if you took the damage that I've taken right now, you'd be dead. So? <laughs> exactly, so that's about the weakest. So you have. that is... Fell off uh, of, you fell off. If you finished it off, you wouldn't be taking any damage, would you? 3 HP. <laughs> 3 HP. That's uh, um, 11 to hit you, Stigveld. So that's 11 slashing damage, rather. <laughs> I bet I've still got more HP than you. And because it is so injured, it's going to try and move, but it's lost most of its movement, so it can only move to here. Wow. Fucked. It's basically dragging its corpse across. It's, it's nearly it's dead It's the gaping dragon. <laughs> yeah. I probably should have just axed it, but I wanted to go for the big smushy finish. Because <laughs> you're an absolute <laughs> idiot. Pure arrogance. It was. Boy! Right, okay, so it is now um, uh, Treble's turn. Uh, Barbarian, I'm going to show you how to actually kill a Chimera now. I'm going to run up to it and stab it with my rapier. Okay. Between the eyes. Between the eyes? Okay. Give me a... Yeah, give me an attack roll with a d20. Come on, let's not... not, Hubris, come on. on. (laughs) 18. That hits. Fucking get in. So it is 1d8 plus 3 plus 1. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 6. 6 plus 3, so 9 plus 1. Yeah. 
How do you want to do this? Oh. <gasps> he killed it, so... <laughs> That's give, how you fucking do it. Give, give me an epic kill on the lion's head. So, Treble looks at the barbarian, <laughs> shakes his head. He looks across to his dragon friend, gives that nod, and the dragon nods back. And the dragon says... Finish him. Thank you. Treble runs up to the lion. The lion looks dead into his face. The lion, with its disgusting breath, has one last roar, almost a whimper. Treble pulls out his rapier and shouts, For all the bards from bard school, <laughs> this is for you, you absolute bardstead. Stabs it <laughs> between the eyes into its brain. The lion doesn't make a sound or a whimper. Its eyes roll back into its head. The chimera is dead. And with that, it starts to bleed out. The water around your feet starts to go a very musty red. And silence settles upon the room. You feel an element of calm sit over the place. And in the back of your heads, the voice returns. Well done. That chimera has been a pain in my side for a very long time. Shit, we did it a favour. <laughs> Always bringing bodies in here and messing up the place. So many rats come here for that pile of corpses. Mm. I thank you. I will give you one more favour. And the ring of healing appears around the floor again, recharging all of your HP. What a guy. And your... Equipment. Uh, yeah, your uh, yep. spell slots. What a guy. I love this guy. Don't <laughs> expect it again. Oh. Oh. Okay. So having done... this, You're not really sure at this point if it's a malevolent or benevol- benevol- uh, benevolent force, mm. but having done it a favour, the Chimera body starts to just... Decompose. It sounds to me, gentlemen, that this force we're dealing with is either bored or basically we're doing the spring cleaning for it. <laughs> As you look around the room, you see that there is nothing else here. The Where the water is coming from, there was what appeared to be a culvert, but it's now basically blocked off with stone from the ceiling. The Chimera having punched through the ceiling to make its nest and its lair here. Yeah. Sugar, the, only, right? the, 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 the only way out of here is to go back the way you came. Yeah, we'll go down south, the opposite corridor then. I'll, I'll lead the way this time. I'm not scared. I've got a, bit of, um, I've got a bit of bravado about me now because I've just killed a chimera. Uh, who's in the middle? Um, yeah, I'll go. Elbow, yeah. <laughs> My new wingman. Okay. So you return down the corridor you came from. As you come past the T-junction, yep. Treble, you glance to the right and you see that the gate you came through is now closed again. Oh, we are definitely going further then, guys. Yeah, let's go. Let's just keep going. <laughs> we have no choice. To be continued in part two of Undergrasswell Manor. Thank you for listening and see you for the next episode. <laughs>